welcome back everybody to episode 8 of the Punch-Out Podcast. We're finally back. I know last week was a um, complicated week, plus not much was going on anyway in the baseball world. So happy to be back this week and for the continuing weeks in the future. Um, this is our last episode before opening day, so hopefully um, hopefully spring training has a nice end to it and uh, we can get on with the rest of the season. So uh, first, I'm just going to start off with my final predictions for the 2021 MLB season, starting off with the standings. So the AL East, I'm going to say fifth place, we have the Red Sox, um, just because they they do have some nice prospects coming up, but their team has just not been that good um, recently, and they were the second-to-worst team in the MLB last year, so uh, I'm not expecting a huge year from them. Um, next up, I'm expecting the Baltimore Orioles to come in fourth place. I think they're a little bit better than the Red Sox, um, and I think we could see some improvement for them, especially with the rookies that they have on that team. Next up, in third place, I have the Tampa Bay Rays. I just think last year was kind of a lucky year, I guess you could say. Shortened season, um, just kind of like a sprint to the finish, and they did well last year, but I think they'll finish middle of the division, not quite make the playoffs this year. Second place in the AL East, I have the Toronto Blue Jays, just because that lineup is insane. Um, you have Guerrero, Bichette, Biggio, um, George Springer, Simeon, Lourdes Gurriel, um, Grichik, Jansen, everybody. That, that's just insane, plus the pitching staff. Pitching staff needs some work, but they do have Hyunjin Ryu. Um, bullpen needs work, too. I know they got Kirby Yates, which is really good, and they got... Um, they got Chatwood, Tyler Chatwood from the Cubs. So that could potentially help them. Um, I'm expecting them to make the playoffs this year, uh, but finish second in the division. Next up, in first place in the AL East, I have the New York Yankees, just for obvious reasons. If they can just stay healthy this year, um, I think it's a World Series year, honestly. So uh, that's that's basically what we need from the Yankees, and I think most people have them in that position as well. Moving on to the AL Central, fifth place, I have the Kansas City Royals. They just have not been capable of producing a good team in years. Uh, they have a ton of prospects, though, especially in the pitching category. I think in the next five years, they could maybe be a playoff team, but uh, it's definitely not this year. Um, fourth place, the Cleveland Indians. They have lost basically everybody on that team. It's not a very good-looking team at all. Honestly, I would not be surprised if the Royals beat them. This year, I would not be surprised if they finished last, but I have them in fourth just because they've made the playoffs um, a lot in these past 10 years. Um, next up, third place, I have the Detroit Tigers just because of how stacked their prospects are. I mean, they, they have a whole pitching staff inside the top 100. Um, they have Casey Mize, Tariq Skubal, uh, Matt Manning, Alex Fajardo, um Bo Burrows, I mean that that's just stacked. Um, they have some more guys too. It's just it's crazy. Um, they even have Jose Azucar, Isaac Paredes. Um, it's just crazy. Um, Chicago White Sox should definitely finish second. Um, they've definitely, definitely, definitely gotten better this offseason, signing some new guys. Uh, just basically players that they. Not needed, but not the greatest players, but just guys that they needed to uh, fill in with these missing positions that they've had. I mean, they have they have a really good team. I mean, Eloy Jimenez will be out for six months this season. 
uh, pretty much until September with a pectoral tendon rupture. So uh, that's that's going to be a huge loss for them. I know they have Adam Eaton, Luis Robert, Adam Engel. So they still have a decent uh, fielding core, but um, I think they'll I think they'll finish second and barely miss out on the playoffs. First place for obvious reasons. I have the Minnesota Twins. They've just gotten better. I mean they introduced. Uh, who was it? I forget who it was. Um, Tommy, La no, not Tommy Listella. It might have been Tommy Listella. I forget, but they introduced a new um, fit or no, who was it? Now nah, it might have been Tom. I don't remember. I honestly do not remember. Andrelton Simmons or Tommy Listella, one of them. I think it was Andrelton Simmons. So they definitely have introduced a new second baseman, um, shortstop type player that they needed. They got their power back with Nelson Cruz, Miguel Sano, so I'm sure that team will be pretty good, and they'll make the playoffs and win the division. Uh, AL West, we have Texas Rangers in fifth just because they, they have nothing. They could honestly be the worst team in the MLB this year. Um, next up, the Seattle Mariners. They're just horribly run and operated. Um, they're just one of the cheaper organizations, and it's it's not looking good for them. Next up, we have the Houston Astros. They're going to have a huge fall-off year this year. They just got lucky last year with the short season. Full season this year. Um, first season, technically, since everybody found out they're cheating. Um, next up, second place, we have the Oakland Athletics. I think they will be good. Uh, I think they'll still be in that second-place position, but barely not win the division. And I actually have the Los Angeles Angels winning the division this year. They really need to step up. I mean, they have one of the greatest players of all time, Mike Trout, on that team. He needs to get to the playoffs. It's just sad. I mean, it's like Barry Sanders and Randy Moss type potential. Neither one of them made the Super Bowl. So it's just tough for them. I think they really need to make the playoffs this year. Mike Trout's going to consider leaving sometime in the near future. And will probably land on a playoff caliber team uh most likely new york yankees i would assume um next up that in at least fifth place this is a really tough division literally any one of these teams could win the division they could finish in any order but i just have the marlins in fifth because it's a full season this year i know they did well last year but uh, we have a longer year this year and uh they do have some rookies that are pretty nice uh, Sixto sanchez is kind of nice but um I do not think they will be able to thrive that well this year. In fourth place, we have the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, I do not think Joe Girardi is a good manager at all. And their players are kind of overrated a bit, especially with their bullpen is absolutely horrible. It was last year they had the worst bullpen in the history of Major League Baseball ever. It was so bad. I think they had their bullpen had like an over 10 ERA last year. It was horrible, and I don't, they've only, the only move they've made was I believe Archie Bradley and Sam Coonrod from the Giants. So I mean that could potentially help them a little bit, but uh, not not that much. Third place we have the Washington Nationals. I mean they're just the consistent team. Um, I don't think without Juan Soto they would not be good at all. They would not be very good without Juan Soto. I think they would probably finish fourth. Actually, I think if they did not have Juan Soto, you could put them in fourth and put the Phillies up one but uh yeah World Series team a couple years ago no one quite knows why I mean they, they're just like a team of um not nobodies but they were just not the greatest players you've ever seen not the worst they were just these average players and they found out a way to get to the World Series and win it so that's good for the Nationals but uh, 
I don't see it continuing for this year. Second place, for obvious reasons, we have the Mets. Uh, a lot of people will put them in first in the division. I would not. Um, you, that's the thing. You just can't take a team like that and say, oh, they're going to win the division. It's, uh, it's basically, I mean, I know the Buccaneers. Uh, Buccaneers are a good example of that. They won the Super Bowl, but I do not think that is a good way to do it. Just saying, oh, you just got this team. You put 10 All-Stars on here. They're going to win the World Series this year. No, that's not really how it works. Um, you got you to gotta build up that team chemistry and get, get things the way it should be, get things running smoothly, and then you can think about making the playoffs. So once they find that uh, rhythm and routine in their organization, um, I think they will be able to make the playoffs and do well, but uh, I don't think I don't think it's their year this year. Uh, and moving on to the NL Central, the Pirates, for obvious reasons, and last, I mean, they do have some good minor leaguers. I know Mitch Keller was supposed to be pretty good. He's kind of, kind of on the downtrend. Um, his career is not looking too uh, bright on the other side. I mean, he's. He was forecasted as like a top 10 prospect at one time in his career. And every minor, major league appearance has just been average at best. I mean, I really want to see more out of Mitch Keller this season with the Pirates. I know Key Brian Hayes. Key Brian Hayes is going to be a big factor. New rookie with the Pirates. So, um, I mean, I don't think they'll be the worst team in the MLB this year. But uh, I do think they will finish last in their division. Moving on, I have the Reds in fourth place just because this is another kind of complicated division and uh, the Reds don't have any too big of any stars that I can think of. Um, the players are kind of getting older. I mean, you got Shoei Vado, Mike Moustakis. I mean, they're an average team. Um, I think a few years ago when they had the opportunity, they could have done better probably. But so I have them in fourth place this year. Third place, the St. Louis Cardinals only because they signed... Uh, Nolan Arnado, so that could potentially help them a lot, maybe not, but uh, they have pretty good pitching staff too, um, decent decent bullpen, um, kind of, not not the best, I mean, maybe average, but um, yeah, we have the Cardinals in third, I do think that uh, this could kind of be like a NL East situation where any one of these teams could be good. Um, maybe not the Pirates. I could see the Pirates being good, but maybe or maybe maybe the uh, Reds or Cardinals. I could definitely see that. Second place, I had the Cubs. I do think they will have a good season this year, but not a division winning season. But I do think the Milwaukee Brewers will win the division this year. I think they can finally get their rhythm back with um, Christian Yelich and all those guys, and I think they can win the division this year. Next up, the last division, we have the NL West. Fifth place, Colorado Rockies. I mean, they basically have nobody. Pitching staff is horrible. Bullpen's horrible. Um, all they have is Trevor Story and Charlie Blackman. That's literally all they have. Um, so that's that's just why I think they're going to finish last. They lost Arenado. That's a huge loss for them. But uh, I have the Rockies in fifth. Moving on to fourth place, I have the Giants. The Giants, I don't know. They have... An amazing minor league system, so I think I think the Giants minor league affiliates, uh, especially uh, Richmond, I definitely think Richmond could win their World Series this year. I would not be surprised, especially with all those high, higher ranked prospects in 
the lower minor leagues for the Giants. They're only a couple steps away from Richmond, and they should all be there by the end of the season. I wouldn't be surprised if 20 of the 25 or whatever players that they're going to have, probably like 25 to 30, if 20 to 25 of 30 of those players are all top 30 prospects, I would not be surprised at all, which is insane. Like that, if the, you have a team with 20 top 30 prospects on it, that, that's just unbelievable. You're almost, you almost have a 100% guarantee that one of those players is going to win MVP in the major leagues one day. I mean, that, that would just be insane. 20 players. I mean, that's, it's definitely possible. I mean, all these players in the Giants system that are in the top 30 prospect rankings, I don't think most of them have even reached high A yet. So, I mean, the, when the time comes for them to get to Richmond, it's, it's going to be insane because I don't think any other minor league team has a system like that where majority of their top 30 prospects, I would say at least 20, 25 out of 30 of them, are under double A, single A, high level, which is insane. So uh, I think I think the Giants minor leagues can be uh, really competitive this year, but I don't know about the Giants. I think they have a bright future, but uh, not, not this year. Fourth place finish for them. Third place, I have the Arizona Diamondbacks, uh, just because of consistency reasons, uh, kind of like the Nationals. They're not bad. They're not really good. I think I think they can wiggle out a third place finish in that division. Then second place, we have the San Diego Padres. I know they've made a ton of moves. They're looking like one of the best teams, but it's kind of like a New York Mets situation. You kind you have to see how they play first. You can't just say, "Oh, I'm gonna put everybody. I'm gonna make a." all-star team and then they're gonna win the world series no it's not always how it works you gotta see how it plays out you gotta see what the connections are and you just gotta see how it goes so i'm gonna put them in second especially because the first team won the world series last year the los angeles dodgers that does not need much in uh explanation i wouldn't think uh but i do have the los angeles dodgers winning the nl west and now for the playoffs um american league wild card game i have the blue jays versus the athletics and I have the Athletics winning that game. And they will take on the Yankees. Yankees versus Athletics. And then we will have the Twins versus Angels. And we'll move on to the National League. Their wild card game will be the New York Mets versus the San Diego Padres. The winner of that will play the Dodgers. And then the other game will be the Braves versus the Brewers. Then we go back to the American League for the ALDS. I have the... Yankees versus A's and Twins versus Angels. I think the Twins will be able to beat the Angels and the Yankees will be able to beat the A's. Moving on to the NLDS, I think the Dodgers can beat the Padres and the Braves will beat the Brewers. So we'll kind of have a rematch at the NLCS last uh, this year, same as last year, the Dodgers versus Braves. And I have the Dodgers winning that NLCS, making it to the World Series. And I have the Yankees beating the Twins and making it to the World Series as well. And then I will have the Yankees beating the Dodgers in the World Series. It's, it's their time. I mean, if we can just stay healthy this year, I think this will be an amazing season for the Yankees. And moving on to the awards. Um, Rookie of the Year for the American League. I'm going to say Ryan Mountcastle for the Baltimore Orioles. He's an amazing player. And uh, a lot of these rookies are on some of the lesser, uh, lesser ranked teams in the standings. So, um... I think Ryan Mountcastle will do good this year, win Rookie of the Year for the American League, and it'll surprise a lot of people. Moving on to the National League, Key Brian Hayes for the Pittsburgh Pirates. I definitely think he will win Rookie of the Year for the NL. Uh, I'm more sure that he'll win than Ryan Mountcastle will win, but uh, Key Brian Hayes is 
looking really good for that Rookie of the Year award for the NL. Cy Young, the American League, Garrett Cole. I think it's time he finally wins again. And Jacob DeGrom, once again, for the NL. He's just insane. Uh, Manager of the Year, Aaron Boone, because he'll finally get that World Series win. And Jace Tingler for the San Diego Padres for taking that amazing team and making it to the playoffs. MVP, Aaron Judge, if he stays healthy. He really needs to stay healthy this year. If he stays healthy, that's easy MVP for him. And then for the National League, for obvious reasons, Fernando Tatis Jr. Now moving on, just a little bit of news across the MLB. Elo Jimenez out six months with a pectoral tendon rupture. I think I mentioned that earlier. That's kind of a big loss for the White Sox, but I know they have some decent bench players, so shouldn't be a huge deal. It might cost them a little bit, but uh, I don't know. We'll have to see how it plays out. Nick Anderson for the Rays. He's out for two months after an elbow tear. Uh, kind of a tough loss for them. Um, I don't think it should cost them too much, but uh, he did He did win an award last year. I forget what it was, but uh, kind of a tough loss. And you Darvish, opening day starter for the San Diego Padres, uh, one of those major players they got in the offseason. Gio Gonzalez announces retirement after 13 years in the MLB. Played with the White Sox, Athletics, Phillies, Nationals, Yankees, Brewers, and Marlins most recently. And the Braves named Max Freed their opening day starter. So, uh, interesting move there. Uh, I would have thought it would be Ian Anderson, but uh, I guess they want to get him some more experience. Uh, basically done for the MLB portion. I'm going to move on to the New York Yankees, which I guess is technically MLB, but uh, not it's just Yankees. And then we'll cover some minor league baseball. Richmond Flying Squirrels real quick. So New York Yankees this past week, Friday, lost to the Phillies 1-4. to Saturday, lost to the Orioles 1-2. to Sunday, beat the Blue Jays 8-3. to Monday, lost to the Phillies 0-4. to Tuesday, tied the Tigers 5-5. to Wednesday, lost to the Blue Jays 0-5. to And yesterday was an insane game. Um, against the Philadelphia Phillies, they lost 12 to 13, one run in a really high-scoring game, and Judge got his first home run of the season, 111 mile an hour bomb to uh, um, left field. It was insane. This coming week, we have Friday today against the Orioles at 6:30. I do not believe that's televised. Um, tomorrow at 1:05 against the Blue Jays on MLB Network. Sunday against the Phillies, 105 on MLB Network. Monday against the Tigers on MLB Network. And that will be the last game of spring training, which uh, today Garrett Cole is making his last start before opening day, which he will be the opening day starter. And Saturday is Ulysses Chassin will be starting. He'll likely end up in AAA, I hope, this season. Uh, Tuesday's an off day. Wednesday's an off day, and the season begins at 1 o'clock on Thursday versus the Blue Jays, which I be, I think, I'm pretty sure it's the first game of the season. I think we're the only team that has a 1 o'clock game. Might, maybe not, maybe not. I think maybe maybe everybody else has a 1 o'clock game. I don't know. But um, I did know we are one of the teams that had one of the earlier games. So uh, that's all I have for Major League Baseball. Now just a couple of notes for Minor League Baseball, Richmond Flying Squirrels. 39 days till opening day, um, which is 6.35 p.m. May 4th, uh, which is Tuesday against the Hartford Yardgoats. They've opened against them before quite a few times. I think it's their most common opening day game. Uh, tickets will be sold in April, so I'd assume about a week or two. 
we'll start seeing minor league tickets pop up. I know other teams are selling tickets already. The Diamond will allow 2,868 fans, which is pretty decent. Uh, it's about half of what they usually get, which is around like 5,500. So, uh, Interested to see how all this plays out. Uh, excited to see minor league baseball come back. And uh, pretty much everything else is normal. We have to wear masks, obviously social distancing. Concessions are normal. Um, giveaways, promos are normal. Um, tickets are basically normal. Purchase, purchasing them, you can redeem your tickets from last year. All that fun stuff. Um, I don't know, it should be a fun, fun season this year for minor league baseball, being that they haven't played in two years. So, really excited to see that. Also, MLB The Show will come out April 20th. So, that, that'll also be really fun to finally play that. Um, it looks like a really good game this year. They're talking about how it's going to be one of the better games that they've ever made. So, uh, excited, excited to see all that play out. Um, that's all I have for this week. I know it's about a shorter episode this week, only about 22 minutes. But we will definitely make sure to increase them. In the coming weeks, once we see more baseball action, technically, don't want to call it the offseason, but uh, spring training, not the most entertaining entertaining time. I mean, minor league baseball is honestly better. These guys aren't really playing much anyway, so, I mean, you got guys coming out every inning going in. Spring training, not the most, not the most funnest time. I mean, when you're missing baseball for a long time. And then it comes February, you're like, oh, nice, spring training's finally here. But then once you get into the later portions of March and getting towards opening day, you're kind of ready to just leave spring training behind and get to the season. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening to Episode 8 of the Punch-Out! Podcast. We'll be back next week with the JTSN Weekly Sports Podcast, doing mock drafts, March Madness, football, and more. And have a good opening day on Thursday, and we'll see you next Friday. Thanks for listening, everybody.